welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Camille. Today, I get the chance to interview a very talented actress, Rhiannon Fish, who co-starred in the newest Hallmark movie, The 27-Hour Day, with Autumn Reeser and Andrew Walker. We talk about her past work as a child actress, being vegan, some deleted scenes in the movie, working with Andrew and Autumn, and so much more. Here's the interview. So for our listeners, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, I'm Rhiannon Fish, and I believe we are talking about 27-Hour Day. Yes, we are. But I do want to talk about your previous works. Sure. um, Well, one of my friends is is a neighbor's fan. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Where does your friend live? Surely not here. in Australia. There you go. That makes sense. She lives in Queensland. Oh, lovely. You have to go and visit her. I know, Well, if you're not, but it's, yeah, like we said, the animals, maybe not, but it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, here in Hawaii, we don't have snakes. Oh, yeah. We don't have poisonous spiders. No, no, you got nothing. We're, like, safe. (laughs) We're the opposite of Australia. (laughs) Yeah, stay there. Yeah. (laughs) But, um. She, I, I told her, I was like, if you have a question, Cute. you would want me to ask Rihanna. Am I, am I saying your name right, Rihanna? It's a hard name. It's pronounced Rhiannon, but truly every day somebody calls me something different. So I've just learned to kind of roll with it. <laughs> I was wondering if like, I was, I was thinking to myself, like, is it Rihanna, sort of like Rihanna with an N? I know (laughs) that's so fair when she like you know when she popped off Rihanna it really that's what everyone calls me now but it's actually it's Rhiannon which is after a um a Fleetwood Mac song by Stevie Nicks but Uh, Rihanna really you know she took over (laughs) and fair enough God love her. <laughs> yeah. That's why I keep calling it was Rihanna, but okay. so fair. So it's Rihanna. Okay. Yeah. So um, one of the questions that she wanted me to ask you was you started a neighbors as a child mm-hmm. actress. How did you um stay away from the child actor curse? Like from like going drugs, mental, yeah. mental hospital, that kind of thing. Totally. I um I think that. I was very lucky to grow up in Australia, especially in the Australian film and television industry. It's a much smaller pond. So you're not having to navigate this global level of fame or stardom. It's just when you're on Neighbours, yeah, people recognize you here and there. Same as Home and Away. But it's not this overwhelming amount of pressure that I imagine stars in, you know, or as we know, stars in um, in the States sort of face. Um, it was just... it it really was not a big deal whatsoever. Everything was still very, very normal. Um, and that is one of the beautiful things about uh, the industry in Australia. It's just, it's just much smaller. A lot, a lot less eyes on you, so to speak. Mm. Do you wish you could have stayed in Australia and do more stuff there? I do actually. Well, yes and no. I, Australia is, feels like home in my heart. Um, that's of course where my family is. And now with the pandemic, I, as so many people, I haven't seen my family for, I guess we're coming up on like two and a half, nearly three years, which at some point is like soul crushing every day. Um, but I'm, they're shooting a lot of things in Australia. I'm, you know, it'll all happen the way it's supposed to, but I'm close to booking a job in that's shooting in Sydney. 
So that would be the dream to go over and be able to see my family, spend Christmas with them and also work at the same time. So fingers crossed. You're right. Yeah, all the the perf- if the world's alive, that will all exactly happen. it all yeah. works out the way it's supposed to, you know. Yeah. And if it's not meant to be, it won't. Well, I can't even imagine being separated from my family for that long, and in a way that you can't control because you can't really control this oh. pandemic. No, it's of course it's completely out of our hands, and it's yeah, it's really really difficult. I um have some degree of envy um, or, I mean, it's just little, but I feel jealous of the people that can just sort of, you know, get in the car and like even drive a couple hours just to see their mom and dad. Like I would kill for that. But again, I'm just very grateful. Everybody is happy and healthy. So that's, that's all that matters. And once this pandemic's over, we can all reunite. They're safe. Exactly. Yes. That's good. Yeah. And thank God for technology because that would- Oh, thank God. Totally. Which leads to this whole movie, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. A good segue. Nice. The whole premise of the retreat, which I did a podcast reviewing it, is like you are unplugging from yes. everything. Like you are turning away your cell phones, you're turning your laptops off. You're like, yep. no clocks, nothing like that. Yeah. Would you do that? Um, yes. I wanted to answer that impulsively. I think if I think about it too much, I'd be like, oh my gosh, no. Um, But I think it would be really lovely. That's one of the reasons why I think that film resonates with people, or I certainly hope it does, is that we all know that we are at every waking moment seemingly ruled by technology. And even time, time controls us all the time. That's maybe more of a deep conversation. Oh my God, that scene where you talked about the internal clocks and how like we need to connect to our internal clocks and like it's a small oh, yeah. scene. Uh, yeah. It's a small yeah. scene, but like you're you're yeah. listening to your body and like you yeah. you sleep when you want to sleep, eat when yeah. you want to eat, that kind of thing. I was like, oh, I never even thought about that, but yes, it's like connecting with your body. Totally, totally. and we so, just don't like. I mean. Uh, the alarm goes off and we wake up and then every step along the way, we are controlled by a time. We don't listen to ourselves anymore. And we're told essentially, which again is even deeper conversations. We're told when to eat too, even as grownups, like, you know, it's lunchtime. Lunch like, hour. A lot of people. Lunch break. Nine, yeah. Lunch breaks. Exactly. Nine break. five job. Who knows if people are even asking themselves, that's about like intuitive eating and stuff, which essentially we're all supposed to be doing, um, is allowing ourselves to listen to our body. We just don't anymore because we are ruled by the premise of time. I, 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 when, I when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, that felt Ooh. powerful because yeah. we don't even think about it that nope. deeply. No, nope. yeah. we don't think at all. We just almost on some level, like switch off that connection with our body and just follow what we're told to do. It's wild. I know. I wish that, uh, that's why I love this movie. Oh, bless you, yeah. So I, I love the movie, but I, I, I said like, after the first time I watched it, I didn't like it. Mostly because I, did, I watched it again, but I watched it the first time with the romantic lens, like looking oh, at it yeah, as a sure. romance story. Which is like the primary lens of Hallmark. That's how right. we see a story. But yeah. I didn't like it with the romantic lens, but when I looked at it more through self-help yeah. and self-care yeah. and self, you know, being better, 
as yes. it sounds like yeah no, the message of this movie and the nuances yeah. in the movie is just like so wonderful too. i agree it i've i've seen a lot of these script i've worked a fair bit with hallmark since i moved here and i'm so grateful and this script in particular really stood out to me because of that message it wasn't just about two characters falling in love and somebody's baking and you know you know how hallmark goes we love hallmark but she has a method that she yeah she has a formula we call it a formula formula. exactly (laughs) um this one was a little different and i think it's interesting too the timing of it being like you know within this pandemic still is that this was a time in the world where we all did stop and being like, okay, what did you do with that time? How did you care for yourself and love yourself? What do you do when there's nowhere to be and you don't have to, you know, I think it was a cool little story. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it for that premise. But I I was definitely afraid of the prospect of turning away my cell phones. It's scary, <laughs> right? It's so scary. Yes. Yeah. Like we said in the podcast that um, there, when she said in a recording, her first recording, I am scared. I was like, yeah, yeah I thought that. <laughs> I feel that 100%. Absolutely. But I mean, at the end of the day, what are we going to miss on our, if it's just for a period of time. Um, Seven days. I mean, there are people that go completely off grid and good for them. I completely respect and understand that. But what's, what's the big deal? What's, what's, what's going to happen on our phone that is so important? You know? True. <laughs> true. true. Very true. Yeah. I mean, like, just use your phone for emergencies. Like, we have, like, exactly. That's what I mean. That's like, yeah, if I were to ever have kids, like, that's what I would want them to have a cell phone for. I'm sure that's they don't follow that. But, you know, to just, you know, for emergency purposes. Otherwise, you know. You don't need it. You don't need it. Don't need it. You certainly don't need social media. Yeah. I mean, again, that has its place in the world and I'm grateful for it, but that those apps are all deleted from my phone at all times. I've been talking to a few people about this recently because I find it does more damage than it does good, you know? And we're just programmed to be like, this is what we do. I scroll Instagram now. No, get off it. My therapist, actually, I, I, getting personal here but oh, I, go, I go to therapy like so do I every other two weeks good for you and like my therapist you know ha- has challenged me in the past to just delete this yep. Facebook app yep you know it was like come that's why take- I did it it was my therapist was like Rhiannon do you realize that you're coming in here and you're talking about things that are uh, it's, it's social media that's causing you very real anxiety and and she was like get rid of it and so it was scary at first and I had to set like you know like I put like locks on it so I could only go on certain periods of time but then I over time I realized just delete it all together if you need to be on there to post something or check in with somebody's birthday put it back on then get rid of it I hate it it was it was scary at first totally but it was actually really good because it was like I this is around the election time. So I was oh. like, thank God. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. It's just at other people's opinions. We are just like drowning in all the time. And it either makes you fired up like, oh, I need to respond. Um, or you just feel like just completely overwhelmed yeah. by everybody else's thoughts all the time. You forget where you are. I just own- started blocking people. Good. That's all. <laughs> If I had a dollar for everybody that I have muted, I mean, I would be a wealthy lady. Yeah. Sometimes some people just negatively affect oh, you. Yeah. We don't have time, time to be, but it's best to just like 
move on forward. Girl, amen. Actually, you know, I know we're rewinding, but um, you talked about your previous Hallmark works, and I just watched Your Bacon Be Crazy. Oh, this cute. Is one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's that's so, so nice. Hilarious. I love Michael Rainey. He is I- just a dreamboat, isn't he? He's so, <laughs> and he's such a lovely man, too. Like, he is, I don't know if I feel fine to say this but like the women on set like in the hair makeup we were talking about him behind his back like he is the the, who you dream to be like this is my man you know he is so nice he's so nice and he's just like a really hard-working honest kind family man like loves his wife loves his kids works hard he's like that's a real that's like that's a good man well how was it working with Michael and Natalie. I didn't have that much with Michael because I guess he was on the like opposing like food truck. Yeah. But he was so kind to everybody he met, uh, myself included. Natalie was so sweet. Um, I just, I really, really liked her. We've talked back and forth a little bit since the movie, just on social media. Um, But yeah, she's just a really lovely, kind girl. And the director, of course, is Alan Harmon, who is my boyfriend's dad. Yeah. and he was just a dream to work with. Really great director. Um, yeah, it was, a, I loved being a part of that movie. It was really fun. I loved, like, <laughs> you had bacon fried rice. And I'm sitting there going, what the, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> oh, girl, anything with bacon is bomb. Oh, yeah, it's bacon. That, that's the secret ingredient to anything tasting good is bacon. Totally. For sure. And I've never tried the, the, what is it? What's the sandwich that they tried? BLP with the parsley. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm sure that's good too. I mean, I'm vegan. So on the day, everything that I had to eat was like some mock meat, which it was nice, but I'm sure that the real bacon version tasted a lot better. Oh, wow. You're vegan. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And was that I like all your bacon. life or? No, just vegan? the past like, I think I'm at almost six years now, mm. um, but that doesn't mean that I don't smell the smell of bacon and go, oh yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> you might be asking what made you yeah. become vegan? Oh no, that's a very kind question. I um, loved meat my whole life. And then one day I sat down to watch a documentary just for the sake, I love documentaries. Um, and it was, uh, oh my gosh, which one was it? Um, I can't even remember. Um, and immediately I just, I, it kind of put like a face behind what I had been eating. And I realized that I couldn't say that I love animals and continue to eat them. So it was like a very instant thing. I just went, nope, not doing this anymore. I became vegetarian. And then within the month I was fully vegan and I have, I've really never looked back. I think this will be like a lifelong thing for me. That's good. Yeah, I don't have that um, strength. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so fair. Yeah, it takes it's it's um it's it's hard. It, it was definitely hard at first. Yeah, um, it, I feel but, like it takes a lot of self control to not control and also, but it's like anything. If you if you have the love, for, it's like you can do anything in the world if it's coming from like a place of love. And I love animals so much. It no longer feels like a sacrifice or that it's something that I'm doing. That's hard for me. It's something that I, I just want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
So sorry, we're don't be sorry. Out of it. But um, how did you get the role of Ayla? Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I was wondering if that role was meant to be bigger than it is in the movie. Because you say that because I think it. Well, okay, I've only watched like a bootleg version on YouTube. I haven't watched the movie yet, um, but there, I think they cut a bunch of my scenes, which happens. It's not the end of the world. We're grateful. I'm going to say that because there is a promo pic of you getting engaged. Thank you. Yeah, they cut that from the movie, didn't they? That's so funny. Yeah. I was like, am I going crazy or did I miss this whole scene or did they not put it in there? No, I thought I was going crazy too. As I was watching it on YouTube, I was like, what, am I going, I swear I filmed some more scenes than this. It was, um, and I understand as a supporting role, you know, when you sign on to anything, yeah. even as the lead, still scenes get cut because they'll find yeah. things that need to be longer and, yeah. you know, running time, I get it. And it is mostly about the two lead characters and yeah. their love story. But one of the reasons why I loved this story so much is they gave the supporting characters a romantic storyline. And it was Ayla and Kyle there were like uh, two or three scenes where there was like a, a proposal fake out. It kept looking like he was going to propose and then he faked her out. And then finally at the very end, um, when she gets up to sing, that's when he proposes to her. And then of course, as an actor, like you're sitting there, I had to say to my boyfriend, I was like, maybe I, I have to remind myself, it was nothing that I did. But of course, when your stuff gets cut, you're like, maybe it wasn't good. Maybe they didn't like it. But I'm assuming it's just because I mean, I hope that it was just that that wasn't the focal point of our story. Um, but, you know, maybe I just did a bad job. This is what I said on the podcast. I said, I feel that they put too many scenes about the pig. And they should oh. focus more on the humans. I was like, I'm going to lost. I'm going to piss off some pig fans and some fans about the little piggy because there was a whole lot of people that lost the pig. Yeah, yeah. But I did not watch the movie to see a pig. No, I get that. I get that. And maybe, yeah, maybe he took my place on the call sheet there. Maybe he was like number three and, you know, all power to him. He was great. A beautiful, beautiful little actor. Um, But I think sometimes I hope that, yeah, who knows? Who knows why? Um, But yeah, they were really, really lovely scenes. And I loved working with Garrett, who played Kyle. Uh, he's a really sweet boy. Um, actually, the whole cast was really lovely. But um, yeah, I was a little sad to see those scenes go. But, you know, um, it happens. You know, I know people that have been cut out of entire movies. So as long as I still make it in there in some capacity, I'm happy. Yeah. I, it was my other co-host, um, guest co-host of the week, we were saying that um, when Lauren went up to you and was asking you, how long have you and Kyle been together? Yep. We were like, she was with somebody? Oh, I know. And poor Garrett, God bless him. Cause it was like the most of his scenes were he's gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was no way, like we didn't know up until that no, moment that you so were with somebody. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's total. Who's Kyle? Yeah, fair. Yeah, and he did such a lovely job. He's a great actor. But yeah, we we're yeah totally gone. I love that you picked that up. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, because we were. It, it was just like I, I felt like I know she must Hang have bored that movie. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Like, 
They probably they probably they probably replaced her with the pig, and I would have been like, yep. "Why are you?" That's fair. <laughs> and I also said the same thing with the other characters, you know, with um, Lillian, Lillian's character, and yep. Darren, and um, I was yep. and Roger. I was like. I wish that we had seen more of their journey as well. I know. It's the kind of thing we were talking about when we were there is that um, it would be a cool movie to do like a sequel to. Um, and we get to explore. This one was, of course, primarily about the two leads coming together. Um, and that was a beautiful story. I really loved that. Um, but I would love to see the other, a little bit more focus on maybe in the sequel, who knows, um, about all those other different relationships because they made them so interesting. It's such a lovely script that it made for me, the audience, I was interested. I wanted to know more about these supporting roles. Um, yeah, the wedding planner was funny. <laughs> oh, she's amazing. She's such a talented actress and she's so funny. Lillian, she's, yeah, we were very lucky um, to have her in that. I watched that. And I'm like, I can't imagine anybody else playing this role yeah. and making it as funny. She's such a talented actress. Um, so I love Jeff who played, I can't remember his character name, Jeff and Karen, the couple, yeah. they were lovely. Roger was such a dream. Um, everybody was that so voice. That voice. Oh my is... gosh. We were literally, any reaction you see in that movie was so real. He just went for it on the day and we were all like, oh my God, Roger. So that, so that was like ad lib? You yeah, guys it was did... not scripted at all. No, it was supposed to be just all of us. And then he just took over and sang the second verse. And thank God he did because his voice, I think he's done a lot of theater. He's just a very sweet, very talented man. Beautiful voice. Yeah, should, beautiful I've voice. Seen it, I've seen him in several Hallmark movies, but I was like, yeah, yeah, you need to sing more. <laughs> oh, I totally agree. Yeah, we should have him singing in all of them moving forward. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, we didn't get, we saw you like with the guitar and stuff. Do you play no. sing? No, no. <laughs> and, you know, I'm telling you, so on the day when I auditioned for it, I sing a little bit, not like Roger, but enough to get me by. So I had to sing in my audition scene. And then I made it very clear. Like, I think even in my like slate at the end where I was like, hi, I'm Random Fish. I'm 5'4". I don't play the guitar. I have to make that very clear. I want you to know I don't play the guitar. And then when I booked the job, the first thing I did was send an email. I'm like, I can't play the guitar. <laughs> so... Then of course, and then I you acting like you could play the guitar. <laughs> oh my god! So I then they were like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you can't play. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Um, so I then borrow my friend's guitar, and I'm trying to teach myself. I don't. I'm not good at music. And then on the day, I just you know pretended and hoped that they would cut around it because I've never been somebody to don't ever lie on a resume because it's got me caught before. Tell people yeah. if you can't do something. Yeah. 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 I mean, don't expect Eric Clapton from you or anything. No, don't expect anything. I didn't know how to hold it. You know, it's hard. This is a skill. I don't have it. Yes. Nobody at least taught you a few chords. Well, I mean, I suppose I could. That was what I was going to do. But, you know, it all moves so quickly that, you know, you're trying to learn dialogue as well. You're, we were staying out in Harrison Hot Springs. I, um, I tried my best, but I, yeah, just nothing. Yeah, that's good. Um, so how was it working with Andrew and um, Autumn? Autumn? Yeah, they're love lovely. Them. Yeah. And they are such like veterans of the industry, you know, as the, both of them. I mean, they show up, they know their dialogue. They're nice to everybody. 
And the leads really set a tone for how the set is going to be. It's the most important part um, because they determine for all cast and all crew how it's going to be when we're there. And they just set such a wonderful example for all of us. Um, just really, really lovely people and great actors. It was just a privilege to work with them. Was it your first time working with either of them? Yes, yes. Um, but I mean, they, they do so many hallmarks. I would hope to hopefully work with one of them again or both of them, you know? Yeah. They hallmarks lucky to have those two. They're fantastic. I, I love both of the actors. Yeah. They, I, I, this is my big, whatever their name pops up as a cast, oh, you know that they, totally. they're going to be good. It's going to be a good movie. Absolutely. And the chemistry between the two of them, like they've known each other, I think probably through Hallmark. I'm not sure that would be a question for them, um, but they've known each other for a very long time. But from what I understand, have never worked together. Um, and th this was something that they were looking forward to doing. Finally, the two of them getting to work together. And um, you can just tell the chemistry exists between the two of them. They have a real life friendship that I think really you can really see on screen. It was it was, it was just, I really learned from watching how those two interacted um, with each other. It was beautiful. You know, you said it, the leads take, um, yeah. Um, you're, now let's not, you know, cloud your lead. You had your lead this year too. I did, I did. I have, yeah. I saw that a couple of months ago. And I wanted to rewatch it again just to refresh my memory, which <laughs> is kind of ironic since it's a you know it's a movie about, about a guy yeah. who has <laughs> lost his memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you that movie was on up. My question to you is like, is there? Do you notice any difference working for two the two different networks? Oh, thousand percent. Um, none of it, you know. So the thing is, so that is real one, real one productions, which we do a lot of movies. I think I've done, I've done two for them now. I have another one that's about to come out um, called For the Love of Chocolate. Ooh. And um, <laughs> then uh, I have another one, but that's a different production company again. Um, they are different. They just, it's, um, you just get less days. That's part of it. Hallmark gets some more days, which makes it a little bit easier. Um, it just seems like that is the big difference. It's a little, you just got, it goes so fast and it's really, really hard. While Hallmark is still difficult as well, there's a little bit more room to kind of relax and feel it out and take your time. Um, but I actually, I enjoy the fast paced nature of working with Real One. It means that you just really got to be on your stuff. Um, and there's no time to, no time to mess up. And I kind of yeah. like that, that aspect of it. Yeah, that movie, I, I, I'm so sorry that I didn't get a chance oh, to rewatch re it, but Don't I remember laughing a lot when Yay! I first saw it. Because you, you have, you play these like really cute, funny characters and stuff. And I know, but I know you also have your uh, serious side with the 100. I never saw the episode, but uh, the, oh, that's the, the show, but a lot of my friends are fans. So they were you, all like, oh, yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, I prefer the, I, I kind of gravitate more towards that Hallmark style. I like it. It's fun. Nobody's dying. You know, it's <laughs> really lighthearted. And I, I think it has an important place in the world. I think these movies just make people happy oh, when definitely. things are, yeah. 
and it makes you know, you think too. It makes yeah, yeah. It really that, does. That that's why I like the twenty seven yeah. hour day because it makes you just. When we yeah. were doing the review of the movie, it became more of an internalized discussion yeah. between ourselves of like, yeah. you know, what would you do with three hours yeah. extra? I know. What would you yeah. do with the afternoon? That kind of thing. It's, I know. Yeah. It's really sweet. Yeah. And it's important conversations to have. I think it's, yeah, it makes you think about stuff that's important. Yeah. But what kind of what what kind of message would you like the viewers to take from twenty seven hour day? I really think you've hit the nail on the head with that. It is about just ask yourself that question, even if that's all that you do and you maybe don't necessarily apply it. That's okay. But to just stop and ask yourself, what would I do if I had more time? Because. I mean, not to be dark, but at the end of the day, I wonder if that's what we end up thinking when it's all said and done. Like, what do we wish we did more of? And what do we wish we did less of? The reality is if we had three more hours, we'd probably just work more. We'd be like, okay, yeah, let's let's do more work or, you know, stuff that doesn't matter. It's like when you are on your deathbed, what do you do? You, I would love to be able to sit back and go, I, I loved as much as I could. I, I, I just, I did all the good stuff as much as I possibly could. Cause that's all that really, that's all that really matters once it's all said and done, you know? But what would you do with three hours extra in a day? Wow. Maybe sleep more. <laughs> That's just an honest answer. I'm so tired. That was my answer too. That was yeah. my answer too. I, I was like, I would catch up more sleep. Yeah. Which then I guess isn't a bad thing. It makes you be- a better, it makes me a better human um, when I have slept. Yeah. I take a nap every day, like a baby. So if I could have more time to sleep, that would be great. And then um, if you had one free afternoon to do anything, no electronics what would you do oh see my family i mean if that if we're if there's a magic wand that exists and could make that happen if that was just a teleportation sit. device yep, <laughs> like that that, just zap me over there and then to you know just so, like they do in the movies sit around a campfire and like just talk like have some dinner together make cook you know that's what i would love to do and you know self care is something that we also do not do a lot of especially as women I don't know about you but you know I said on the podcast I was like I feel like Lauren's character is the embodiment of the pressure we put on ourselves as women thousand percent to just be the best to just Uh give our Uh give especially in the business world yeah like Lauren was where it's a male dominated world we, we put our pr- so much pressure on ourselves to be the best of the best, just to be yep. looked at equally as the male counterpart. A thousand percent. Yeah, absolutely. And no, sometimes yeah, we, I, I, sometimes I in, that in that pursuit or whatever, we forget to prioritize yeah. our own needs and our own. Absolutely. And, you know, I think I absolutely hear that from women. And I think there is this pressure on both men and women where it's, maybe even more so men in some capacity where it's hard to say like, I'm not okay. That's something that I've been learning very recently, just kind of post coming out of the pandemic. um, We were talking about therapy where 
we all just want to be okay all the time. And it's really scary to actually, and we're allowed to sometimes stop and say, Hey, you know what? I'm not okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that, that is one thing that as women, we are allowed to be more vocalized of our emotions, but as men, they're not. And I feel feel sympathetic for that. So do I. Yeah. I mean, we are, and that's so silly. And I'm hoping that children are being raised more. I really, that's what I kind of see um, is that where there is no such thing anymore as like gender stereotypes because they are just total bullshit and everybody should be able to, I mean, it goes, of course it goes down to clothes and all that stuff, but it should also be emotional stuff too, where there is no, no little boy should ever be told be a man. And to be a man means to not show emotion. Like that's, that's, oh, I would be a whip by crying or whatever. So suck it up. No, it's it's heartbreaking. I know. I I totally agree. I think that I feel like, for people to fight for gender equality, that that has that conversation of allowing oh. um, men to access their emotions and not absolutely pour down for it too. Yes, something important too. I agree. But yeah, that's another. That that's one thing I love about this movie, though, is that women empowerment that yeah. they have throughout. I mean, you got Lauren with her business doing oh, yeah. centered around helping women yeah the god the author that she talked about why is her name blanking oh barbara <laughs> yes barbara yeah. the yeah. book was also about women and you and your yeah. mom too and yeah. the movie was all about yeah. like running the ritual yeah. stuff but yeah it's just it's it's great that's why i feel like it i wish that there was more of you and it was more of the other supporting characters just because I feel like in my opinion the best Hallmark movies also highlight great supporting actors totally supporting characters totally and they hired the lead actors totally and that cast were all like I'm taking myself out of that when I look at the rest of them like just stellar actors every single one of them um so yeah, maybe we'll do that in the sequel. You just, you never know if enough people watch this one. And we had such a blast filming it as a group of people, as friends, um, that I think that that would be something really cool to explore down the line. Was it Autumn's first EP? What is EP? Sorry. Executive producer. Oh, she was executive producer. Love that. Uh, that's dope. I don't know. I didn't even know she was executive producer. Good for her. Get that's it, what girl. She said as um, she was listed as a producer. That's so awesome. Good for her. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. That's really cool. But yeah, it, well, you said that you have a new couple of new movies coming out soon. What is so it there's um for the love of chocolate that was a real one production so i'm hoping that'll maybe go to hallmark we'll we'll see Mm -hmm. um then i did love on the wings of eagles which was another one we're hoping to pitch to hallmark or maybe netflix fingers crossed um and then i'm right now i'm working on sign sealed delivered they're doing another one of those oh yeah and so i'm working with 
Yeah, the Plexibles. So I'm working with Jeff again, which is really fun. It's a great character. Um, yeah, I'm just really, really grateful to be in Vancouver where I have been so fortunate to be welcomed into this Hallmark world because, I mean, we just, it's the most I've ever worked and I feel so, so lucky. Um, it's, I'm, yeah, I'm very, very grateful for the Hallmark well, channel. Well, you let me know when your new, when your other stuff comes out. I will, I'll like, message you. I'm a chocolate fan, so I love chocolate. Oh, well, you have to watch this. It's like chocolate porn. Hallmark <laughs> 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 does good movies with chocolate. Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. Uh, they always have these montages of all the drippy Yes, that's what this movie is. You'll love it then. It's <laughs> tough. And I'm like, you just make me hungry. Stop oh, yeah, it. I know. You have to have a snack when you eat it. But I'm telling you, while we were shooting that, like, we lost time doing our scenes because they were so focused on the chocolate scenes. Like, it's gonna look magical. Maybe after it comes out, we can have another chat. And we can talk oh, about yes, it. definitely. Let's do that. Are you going to be a lead in that one? Or are you going to work with... Yeah, yeah oh. I'm the lead. And um, who's your uh, Jesse... Jesse Hutch is this uh, the lead uh, male. He's the best. Oh yeah. my god, he's the nicest he's, person. Oh my gosh, in the world. I couldn't agree with you more. I love Jesse. He's wonderful. He's the nice, and he's so funny too. He's so funny. I had the best time shooting with him. Really, I've done a few of these now, and while everyone is awesome, Jesse was like top tier. Like I had a blast with Jesse. He and he's so like down to earth. Yeah, I've exchanged messages with him on Instagram a couple of times, and he, he he I I just have like no uppity attitude coming from him or any zero. Like he's like the real deal. <laughs> and again, another just like really good, kind family man. Loves his kids and his wife, and he just shows up to work and he works hard. And um, he's so funny. I was there were scenes where we had to go again because he was saying things in between takes and tears were streaming down my face because I thought, he, I just think he's so funny. It's hilarious. You yeah. were lucky. Good. Well, oh. you've, worked with the, you've worked with some of the good guys. So I know it. Every, I, cause we know I, I, every day I'm grateful. I'm like that, you know, cause it's not always like that. And so when you, you get the privilege to work with men, like these men I've worked with and women, I'm just, I'm so, so, so grateful. Well, thank you for letting me talk to you. And no, thank you for I talking was, to me. It was a I can't privilege. I to see your other works and like totally when it comes out, I will totally watch it. Especially with Jesse. I love Jesse. Oh, yeah. See, I'm <laughs> glad. That's the good selling point. I'm glad I hit you with the good Jesse in it. Now you're like sold. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you're I'm selling kidding. point. I'm but kidding. I mean, like Jesse's like awesome. He's, I'm kidding. No, he's a good guy. You know, yeah. you know how like you just what you just when, I know when you when you what when you cheer for somebody you want I know I know yeah we'll just talk about him the whole time next time <laughs> just from start to finish just talk about how great Jesse Hutch is I'm down <laughs> oh I'm sure that would take a whole hour of a podcast Truly, yeah <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for you're so me. sweet thank you so much.